Sometimes going to the grocery store can be chaotic. There doesn't seem to be enough time to check the list, make sure everything is there, search for the best prices, and take the time to make sure you get the best quality meat. So let ButcherBox help you out. Giving you peace of mind, ButcherBox delivers high-quality meat and seafood that you can trust straight to your door. No grocery carts required. Humanely raised, no antibiotics or hormones, 100% grass-fed, free-range, and crate-free, what more can you ask for? What about free shipping, customized box plans, exclusive member deals, recipe inspirations, tips, and tricks? You really can't go wrong with ButcherBox. Sign up at butcherbox.com slash morning cup and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free for a year offer plus an additional $20 off. Choose salmon, chicken breasts, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at butcherbox.com slash morning cup and use code morning cup to choose your free for a year offer plus get $20 off your first order. There were two more murders 15 miles when away. We, arrived, we found the telephone and electricity lines described by one investigator as reminiscent of a weird religion. Morning. Marriages come in all shapes and forms. Some, like that of the Brodericks, have a wife working multiple jobs to put her husband through medical and law school only to be divorced once he found success. And on November 5th, 1989, Betty Broderick got revenge for the life her cheating husband took away from her. So if you like your coffee hot but your bones chilled, sit back and start your day with a morning cup of murder. Elizabeth Betty Broderick, born November 7th, 1969, grew up with certain expectations. She was meant to find a man, one who could support her, marry him, give him children, and keep the perfect home. And after meeting Dan Broderick in 1965 at a Notre Dame football game, that's exactly what she set out to do. They married on April 12, 1969, and came back from their honeymoon, pregnant with their first child. She would later give birth to three more children, all while working odd jobs like selling Avon, to support her husband through medical school and, after he finished that degree, law school. She became the main provider for the family. It was all worth it when, after finishing school, Dan became an incredibly successful malpractice lawyer. They had it all. Money, family, a big California house, and the perfect housewife who kept the perfect home. All of that would come crumbling down when, in 1982, Dan hired 21-year-old former flight attendant Linda Kolkina as his personal assistant. Almost immediately, Betty began to suspect that her husband was having an affair. He worked hard to not only make her believe that her suspicions were false, but that she was crazy to think so. He did such a good job causing doubt within his wife that she went to see a therapist about her worry. All of this came to a head when on Dan's 39th birthday, Betty came to his office with champagne and roses. When she arrived, her husband and his assistant were both missing. But on his desk were crumbs from a cake and an empty bottle of wine in the trash. It seemed that the two lovers had their own birthday celebration. And at Linda's desk was a teenage photo of Betty's husband. Furious, Betty returned home and began burning all of Dan's expensive tailor-made clothes. This was the beginning of an extremely messy divorce 
during which Dan admitted to Betty that she had been right about the affair all along. In the months before and during their divorce proceedings, Betty made a series of mistakes. She made numerous threatening phone calls, most of which her children could hear, threw a wine bottle through his window, smeared a pie that Linda made all over the couple's bed and clothing, and broke into the home on Christmas and ripped open every gift addressed to Linda. Dan had moved out in February of 1985 and eventually took custody of the children after Betty dumped on his doorstep one by one. The divorce became known as one of the most infamous in the United States and dealt with issues involving women who worked while putting their husbands through school and how that should be handled financially during a divorce. In January of 1989, the long, drawn-out process was over and their marriage was officially dissolved. Dan, a multi-millionaire who had been put through college by his hard-working wife of 20 years, only had to give her $30,000 in cash. Dan sold the home they lived in, and Betty retaliated by driving her van through the front door while her children were inside. She was sent to a mental hospital for three days. Three months later, Dan and Linda were engaged, and Betty was making more threatening phone calls despite countless restraining orders. The couple was married on April 22, 1989. At the wedding, Linda recommended that her new husband wear a bulletproof vest out of fear of Betty's retaliation. The wedding, however, went off without incident, but Betty was stewing in her anger. It finally bubbled over on November 5, 1989, when, at 5.30 a.m., Betty Broderick took the key to her ex-husband's new home, stolen from her daughter, and entered the home carrying a revolver. She shot Linda twice in the head, killing her instantly, and then shot Dan in the chest as he reached for the phone. Dan's last words as he looked at his scorned ex-wife were, Okay, you shot me. I'm dead. Betty turned herself in and claimed that, yes, she did kill Dan and Linda, but that was not her intention as she entered the home. Her trial began on October 22nd, and her attorneys immediately began the battered woman defense. Though her anger and actions prior to the murder did not help her assertions that her actions were not premeditated. Betty's own children testified against her and told details of their parents' feud, as well as her comments that, if he were dead, they would get his $1 million insurance policy and be rich. After four days of deliberation, the jury returned split. One of the jurors even commented, what took her so long, after hearing the details of Betty's marriage. She was retried a year later and convicted of two counts of second-degree murder. She was sentenced to two consecutive terms of 15 years to life, plus two years for the illegal use of a firearm. She remains in prison and has since been denied parole multiple times due to lack of remorse. Thank you for joining me in my morning cup of murder. Please join me again tomorrow to hear what terrible thing happened on November 6th. Don't forget to rate and subscribe and let me know how you like it. If you want to help support the podcast, there's always Patreon or just sharing it with your true crime-obsessed friends. And remember, stay safe. Thank you for listening to Morning Cup of Murder. This is a daily podcast that tells you what happened on this day in true crime history. In short, 
easy-to-listen-to episodes that you can finish on your commute or while you enjoy your morning coffee. So make sure you check back every morning. My name is Karina. I am the creator and host. You can find Morning Cup of Murder on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. I have also set up a Patreon where you can donate a small monthly contribution to the podcast. All those links are in the episode description. Thank you again, and have a wonderful day.